Hello and welcome to another installment of THC Tutors Tent Talks. How you doing today, Jock? Doing great. No, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing fantastic as always. Just to remind you guys, Tent Talks is a weekly show where we share our opinions and knowledge from our grows. If you enjoy the podcast, guys, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Give us a follow over on Spotify and follow our Instagram. It would mean the world to us at THC Tutors on all platforms. Today, we're going to talk about Giacomo cut some new clones. He had to check on them. That was, you know, how this all started, right, Jog? And then uh, I got some seeds popped for outdoor, which we're going to talk about. And, you know, the whole outdoor setup. I know a lot of gardeners out there are starting uh, their outdoor gardens. So let's get straight into it. Uh, Jock, you told me today, uh, just called me up and we're like, hey, man, I cut some new clones. I got to check if they're still alive right now. I didn't even know you cut the clones. So tell me. A little bit about that. Yeah, so I mean, when I put the when I cut the first clones to fill the four by eight, I had a bunch of clones left over, and I was gonna use one of those for the mom, um, so I could just have a mom and just keep cloning that. But I kind of just got a little sidetracked, let them go, forgot to water them, and they've been dead for probably like two weeks, three weeks now, and like kind of just just too busy to even like do anything about it but um i flipped a flower like probably like close to like a week maybe now probably not a week probably like five six days but yeah i flipped a flower and i was like i have no mom plant right now so and basically i just cut a bunch of little little clones off put them in a little how little i don't know these are these are a lot smaller than last ones because last ones i did seven inches and i don't have like the extendo dome so like yeah they kind of were just like growing through the dome before I even like had anything on them. Like they were just automatically yeah. already pushing through the dome. So I don't know. I had no, no measurement. It was just eyeballing, cut like five to 10 of them. And I made some longer than others, kind of just testing out, see what's up, some thicker than others. So I kind of got a wide variety. I cut some at the knuckle. I cut some under knuckles. So I'm just going to see like, you know, what's Which going ones on. Do what? Yeah, definitely. Exactly. I mean, exactly. That, I've been there where I don't, I realize, oh shit, I don't have a mom and I might really want that plant, you know, just to keep it maybe. Cause when it's in the cleaner, you got another two weeks. So mm-hmm. even if you, I know with these genics, you, you want them, but if you're doing a pheno hunt or something like that, you have that two weeks to play with that. You can cut it, you know, you're like, oh shit, cut a clone on day seven flower. And then your end of stretch and you can say, well, I don't want the ones that are going to stretch a bunch in my environment. You know, you can kind of cull like that people do it different ways. Uh, some people will have the investment of the the stuff that's needed to grow all those phenos out and keep cuttings of all of them. I like mm-hmm. personally, I like to do clones in a clone. So if you have, you cut a huge clone, maybe it's 15 inch clone. I'm talking ginormous clone. You just put that in the solo cut method, give it 14 days, right? It's going to root in, cut it again. So now you're just cutting two inches off every time, repropagating, repropagating. Of course, you're putting this thing through the biggest stress of its life. But I think Dude Grows, uh, Scotty and Dude from the Dude Grows, they're the first ones that gave me that idea to do the clone and a clone and a clone. And it, I've done it, you know, once and I only did it for about 28 days um, and I kept three. So it worked all right, but it's it's hard and it's very, very labor intensive. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really shooting for very labor intensive. I kind of just... Chop them mm-hmm. hard enough for like 24 hours. Just got to throw them in some plugs real quick. 
and then hopefully I'll get roots quicker than nine days, but we'll see. So it's yeah, interesting. We'll definitely see. That's the fun part, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, uh, other than that, you know, how, how is the, the flower going? You cut those clones off, but how's everything else going? I saw the picture of the plants praying. Yeah, everything's going super well. I mean, I just topped all my plants. So I kind of, when I was taking off my clones, I kind of took the uh, clones that were kind of growing past the tops because they were, you know, just getting a little bit more nutrients. So I kind of tried to even out the canopy on most of them. And I mean, yeah, they're still praying. Uh, I got to go refill my res soon. That's going to, yeah, it's kind of running out. I thought they were going to run out of water, honestly, but I guess since I'm running more drippers, the water is not is dispersing more so i'm not using as much water as i would think i would be using mm-hmm. so i had like an extra day or two also you know who who knows how big your plant's root mass really is and you know yeah. how that vpd differs from your last grow with you know maybe it is just more water efficient whatever you're doing i don't know <laughs> right yeah i mean right now like my my humidity spiked up pretty high so right now vpd's kind of on point for veg again now instead of flour but i mean it's, it's gonna come back it's gonna come back i'm not really worried yeah. about it you know the plants are a little bit drooping but as soon as the light kicks on and it goes up like five ten degrees in there they're gonna be praying like crazy so yeah and night nightly vpds uh people will i think i saw something uh it was like i, I can't quote the website right now but they were talking about how it's you know it's tw- 10 to 20 percent of really your quality and yield is going to come with your night VPD. So in my opinion, if you're a beginner out there, even in your first couple of grows at a larger scale, pushing your scale bigger and bigger, don't really worry about VPD at night. That's not something you should be stressing out about. There are so many other factors, especially when you're scaling up that you should be worrying about than my night VPD, you know? <laughs> yep. So. There's a lot more things. But moving on from my grow, let's hear some about the seeds because I haven't heard anything about these outdoor seeds being popped or what you're even popping. So, man, it was it was quick. This is a little bit of a sprint right now. Um, landlord told me I couldn't grow, and now landlord says I can grow. So, um, allowing me to do ten plants uh, in the garden. Got the full garden, fenced-in garden, all set up. Uh, gosh, just a lot of work, but we, you know, coming up for with a plan with the seeds, I did some pollen chucking when I was a beginner grower and I was interested in like breeding and doing everything. And I didn't know how pollen worked. So pollen chucked around the whole room, <laughs> seeded everything purposefully, thought I could still smoke it. And, you know, I have a metric crap ton of seeds that are, I'm not going to say they're random, but they're not all from the same plant there but but i've popped them a few times and the few times i get pretty quality plants out of them so i just had the availability i don't want to spend any money i pop 50 i say well you know what i'm gonna do a huge hunt and break it all the way down to 10 uh and people ask you know what about the sex well all of this pollen was a one plant that and people are gonna go crazy about this i was a noob but it hermied out and I said, you know what, fuck it. And I put the pollen around the whole room. So basically oh, hermying on purpose too. I, I thought that I could reveg a plant without any, you know, adverse effects in terms of revegging from like day twenty one, putting it straight back under eighteen six. And guys, you're you're asking to hermy your plant to if you're doing that. 
Um, oh, we'll see how the genetics do outside. Um, but other than that, I am doing uh, one of the reigning guavas is going outside from uh, Ibean Poppin. We're going to definitely oh, yeah. test that out. And we have the uh, GMO papaya is also a cut that I have uh, that I cut off of a, a different plant, just cloning it. So everything's kind of at the same time when I'm moving on. I want all my plants to be at the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but should be pretty nice. 45 seeds is a lot of seeds, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's that's double what I've popped in the, the most. But um, what's up? With I'm going to call. Oh, the two by four. So the two by four, we had some cooling difficulties, right? So we okay. have now I have a different light right next to the two by four that's going off. We're making a very uh, hot environment around the two by four already. And, you know, I kind of already know the, the I, you know, the problem right now, but it's also because uh, I don't have enough air movement in my tent. Uh, I actually got a DM on my, uh, on the Instagram, which, you know, People were like, hey, you need to have more air movement in your tent. And I was like, you know, it's probably really hot, but air doesn't really stagnate. I have a good enough air movement. It's just not fast enough. And that's a big thing that uh, a differentiating factor for me is I've always been taught to just have enough air movement, but you need to have like more air movement, uh, especially deeper in flower to get stuff to, to start really going hard and to cool off your environment which is the biggest part. These are passively yeah. cooled LEDs. So you need uh, air to constantly flow. And the faster air flows, the faster air it's moving, the faster it can cool itself. So, but I can't get under about 82 degrees uh, during the day, which isn't really a big problem during the day. During the night, I'm at about 73. So I'm, you know, negative nine differential, pretty big swing. But that heat, whenever I open the tent during you know, the mornings when I wake up and the lights are still on, you can, you just get that smell of weed. And we're only on day, uh, we're on day 31 today. So it, I don't think that the Terps should be coming off that much. And people always say you want to keep it about under 75, uh, those last few weeks of, of flower. So I'm a little bit worried about the last few weeks of flower, but you know, just thinking about it now, uh, there's an AC unit at the Menards right down the street. That's only 120 bucks. So if I need to do it, I need to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's it's a fixable problem, which is a good thing to have. You know, it's mm-hmm. not it's not something that you don't know what the issue is. But what what size fans are you running in there? Well, right now I only have two six inch, and then the setup is that basically the the air comes from under. So a lot of people didn't see this from the pictures, but the air ducts are from the underside of the canopy. And the out duct is in the middle. So it's the envisionment for me was that the air is going to pull through and pull all the air up. It works very, very well. Um, however, the lights are on the top. So all this air in the middle is getting pulled and moved around. But the light that that area on the top is just stagnating with really hot air. You know, those those fans now are kicking that air straight into the cooling thing. Right. But it's not what I'm trying to say is it's not circulating the air around the uh, LEDs. It's basically just going straight over and up. So you're keeping this incredibly hot uh, environment around the the lights. Interesting. Have you <clears throat> have you tried to send I mean have you tried to like change up the directions of your fans? Put one on top, one on the bottom? Uh well, yeah, um 
I'm definitely thinking I want to add one more, but the one that I'm going to add is, is pretty loud. And that's the only that's the only difficulty with it is that it's a super loud fan. So I'm like, uh, do I do it or do I, you know, it's either the audio or just putting it there and seeing what happens um, right now. This is the thing for, for the viewers out there is right now I'm really happy with what I'm seeing. So if I change something, it is going to be right at the end. And I know that sounds crazy. But I, I just know that right now everything's working and I don't want to just change my environment up just to test it. I want to know that if I am going to change my environment up and I'm going to stress the plants, it is at the end of their cycle when I do want to stress the plants, if that makes any sense. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can see that 100%. So, I mean, that is a great idea that I should try to do um, when, uh, when not it flower. gets to that time. Exactly. Well, when I get to the end of flower, right? So I think yeah. about day 42 is what I'm going to do. Or you could just days or keep it how it is now. And then next time in veg, just start testing it out in veg. Exactly. Exactly. And that exactly kind of just take my losses, but be happy. I'm really happy with the outcome right now. So. All right. Well, hell yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see what you wind up doing. Um, yes, sir. Yes, yeah. I mean, sir. it's been pretty slow for, for me on this side. I'm kind of just waiting now. Mm-hmm. yeah it's that's that's growing man sometimes you're just waiting and, and looking at the flowers and stuff um Literally. and yeah for for the growers asking um i've been talking a lot about crf controlled release fertilizer in the past grow talks past tent talks however uh, i am outdoors just going to do a very simple coots mix uh most likely doing it in like 100 gallon pots something like that and because it's cheap a lot of people don't when they look at the price comparison it's really cheap to just do a hundred gallons of coots mix and you know, it works. That's the thing. Living soil outdoors, you know, it works. You know, you don't have to do major IPM. You can, you can kind of take the back seat, water it once every few days. So that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. Okay. Hell yeah. And you're going to do hand watering. Yep. Yep. Hand watering. I'm not going to set up any irrigation schedule for now or irrigation for now. Um, and you know, the reason I'm doing pots, a lot of people will just plant their shit straight in the ground, especially in Michigan. People just even plant their cannabis straight in the ground and do soil tests on the ground there because the soil is so good. Uh, however, this is my first cycle and I don't mind, you know, I'm doing a, a beautiful, uh, coots mix and I don't mind mixing that. If the soil, if I start doing soil tests next season, I don't mind mixing all my soil into the soil that's right underneath it to make kind of a, you know, a blend, a, a, a blend exactly. And then testing that and, and working from there. So before anybody hates, that is the reason I'm doing it. It's because I know the consistency I can get out of Coots Mix. I know the consistency I can get out of living soil. And I'm not going to, you know, try something new that I've never, ever tried before. I've seen success a million times with living soil and I'm not trying to recreate, recreate the wheel. Yep, you were a living soil demon when I met you. That was your, <laughs> your only. It was your only form of media. Yep, and now but, I'm uh, like, nah, cocoa. <laughs> yeah, now now it's all cocoa and salts, brother. Yes, sir. You try different stuff, and you you learn different things. And I I don't have any hate for anybody that grows. You know, everybody everybody does it their way. And I think as long as you get a good medicinal product or you know whatever you're using for even if you're just recreationally smoking i think do it you know hell yeah everybody i think is striving for quality and high yields yep regardless of what media you're in that's all you're really looking for exactly so 
But yeah, I mean, grow love. Thank you to everybody who made it to this point, And thank you for listening to our weekly checkup of our grows. I hope you guys enjoyed us bringing some grower questions back. And uh, make sure you guys go follow the Instagram at THCTutors, uh, also on all platforms. And leave a like on the most recent post. I know Noah's been putting up his uh, makeshift cloning place. Mm-hmm. And I just put a little video up on my clones that I chopped yesterday. So go leave a like, little comment. And remember, 10 Talks Up every Sunday. So stay tuned and grow love, guys. Yeah, guys, grow or love. Definitely go check that Instagram up. I think I just posted day 30, day 30 flower. So go check that one out, guys. Give it a like. Mean a lot to me. Hell yeah. All right, well, have a good day, guys. Peace. Peace out.